about to hear a Talking About Radio minicast. Your host, John Leslie, will spend the next few minutes opening an interesting file from his five decades of radio experiences. Hi, everybody. This is John Leslie, and the story that I have for you today goes back quite a way. It goes back to 1978, I believe. I had been working at uh, Country Music KSO in Des Moines, Great Country KSO, great uh, country music station. And we had some pretty good numbers there, so it wasn't very long before I got some job offers, and one of them came from a radio station in Kansas City, uh, another country station, KCKN. It was actually on the Kansas side of the Kansas City border. Part of Kansas City is in Missouri, and Kansas City is also located on the Kansas side. And the KCKN license was actually on the Kansas side. I was hired to do the morning show with the sole purpose of going up against the country giant, 61 Country, WDAF, which was owned by Taft Broadcasting. The program director was Randy Michaels. And I was hired specifically to go after the morning numbers in Kansas City. But before I ever went on the air, our program director at KCKN, Chris Collier, who had been brought up from KIKK in um, some town in Odessa, Texas, he was the new program director and he was the one who hired me. And he actually was the one who came up with this idea. And it's it's not really a new idea. This is just a a different facet of it, a different uh, implementation of this idea. Well, what happened was prior to the time that I went on the air, nobody in Kansas City knew me. Nobody. I had not been on the air there before, so I was a total stranger. And Chris came up with this promotion where the week before I was to start my morning show, I got this grocery bag, a regular paper grocery bag like they had back in the 70s, and we put 500 $2 bills in there, $1,000 and, and $2 bills. And at noontime on Monday of, of that week, the week before I started my new show without announcing who I was, we rented a limousine. I put on a business suit and the limousine took me to a place called Country Club Plaza, which is in the heart of downtown Kansas City. Everybody goes there for lunch. It's always packed for shopping and, and lunches and early dinners. So we pulled up in this limousine at Country Club Plaza. I got out of the limousine with this grocery bag, and I didn't have all $1,000 in there. I just had, I don't know, maybe a couple of hundred dollars in $2 bills. And I proceeded to hand them out to people as they walked by. And they were reluctant to take them. And I, uh, But I said, no, honestly, this is a, a gift from me to you. Please take this $2 bill. And finally, I gave away, I never said who I was, I finally gave away all of the $2 bills that uh, that I had in the bag. And I said, if you'd like some more, I announced to this now crowd, this little crowd that had started to gather there, if you would like some more, I will be back tomorrow at noon. And so off we went. I uh, hid in, in my hotel. And the limousine driver didn't know. He did, he dropped me off, and the program director picked me up and took me to the hotel. So the next day, the limousine driver picked me up again at the designated place, and we went back to Country Club Plaza. And when we came around the corner to where we were going, there wasn't a mammoth crowd. 
but there was a big crowd of people. And now there were local reporters. We had anticipated that maybe midway through the week or by Thursday of the week, it might be picked up by the local media, but this was the second day it was picked up by the local media. So I got out of the limousine and I'm starting to hand out these $2 bills. Now people are crushing in to get this money. And again, there was only about a hundred bucks in there, $2 bills. And the TV cameras are sticking the microphones in my face saying, uh, why are you doing this? And I was very evasive in my answers. I didn't mention the radio station. I said, I, uh, the, the, these people are responsible for me having it and I want them to have it back. And they said, well, how much are you going to give away? I said, till it's all gone. And the next question was, well, how much is there? And I said, I don't know, but I'm going to do this until it is all gone. And by that time I had handed out the hundred dollars worth of $2 bills. I got back in the limousine and off I went. And uh, so I spent the night again, this would have been uh, Tuesday night. Uh, at the hotel hiding and on Wednesday, and I said, I'll be back tomorrow, you know? So on Wednesday, the limousine comes around the bend with me in it. And we go back to the same spot at country club Plaza. And when we made the turn off of the side street onto the main drag, there was a throng of people, a sea of humanity. As far as I could see, there were people, they had run this on TV the night before. And so all of these people are gathered there and I get out. Now I'm nervous, you know, and I still haven't said anything about KCKN or who I was. And so I got out of the limousine and they just pushed me against the side of the car. And I, it was all I could do to stay up. People were reaching in the bag. The TV cameras were there. And, and it was just chaos. This was on Wednesday of the week, three days into this promotion. Still, I had not mentioned who I was. So I got, I gave away the, um, probably a hundred bucks in there and, uh, people were grabbing at it, sticking their hands in the bag, grabbing at me, handing me notes, you know, saying, please, can you help me? I need money. And, it was just getting, it was overwhelming. I got back in the car on Wednesday evening. I was with the program director, Chris Collier. We were in, we went to a, um, uh, an electronics store. You've been in the, remember how you go into an electronics store? They had all these TVs, you know, 50, 60, hundred TVs up against the wall, all, uh, the same programming on. Well, we went in there and the uh, 6.30 Huntley-Brinkley report on NBC television. And we're standing there and looking up and there it is. It had been fed to the network. David Brinkley, and I'm not going to do an impersonation of him, but he said, uh, back in the 20s during the Depression, uh, David Rockefeller stood on the street corner handing out dimes. Well, um, cost of living, uh, inflation, I guess he said, inflation is caught up with philanthropy. And here's the mystery money man, uh, in Kansas city. And, uh, there's, there's me on the network news. And my wife is still back at home in Des Moines. She hadn't moved yet. And she's, it's, she's seeing it on TV and our friends are calling her and saying, what is he doing? And so 
uh, <laughs> once that hit the network news, there were people in the industry, a lot of the people in the industry knew me, particularly the people in Des Moines who had, I had just left there. They called NBC and said, no, Mystery Money Man, he's a disc jockey, he's going to be starting a new job in Kansas City, and that's what's going on. So my cover was blown, but I had already committed to come back the next day, which would have been Thursday. This was scheduled to go through Friday, but on Thursday, when I made my return visit, that was I had to announce uh, you know, who I was and because my cover had been blown. But the news had not gotten out to the masses. And so I came around, the limousine came around the bend, and... There was just, it, it was astronomical, the number of people who were there to meet me. And, and now I'm scared. I, it was frightening. In fact, they hired, the station hired bodyguards for me. I mean, guys in black trench coats with shotguns. I'm telling you. I, it, 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 picture it. There's, there's the, you know, the black car and then my limousine and another black car behind it. And these guys get out with these shotguns and in suits and, and like secret service with sunglasses on and, and they come over and open my door and I get out and the crowd just pummels me. And my boss, the general manager was across the street behind the limousine and he yelled, throw the money in the air, get out of there. And I, I, I couldn't even get, I, I couldn't get the bag up because there were so many hands crushing against me. And I said, I'm yelling, I'm the new morning guy on KCKN. And nobody gave a shit. You know, I mean, nobody, they were just there to get the dough. And I threw it up in the air and I got back in the limousine. The, the security guards opened the door and put me in the thing for my own safety. And as I get in, there's a guy sitting in the back seat of, and it was a reporter for the Kansas city star. And he's laughing his ass off. He said, this is just fantastic. He said, you have pulled off the biggest uh, uh, trick. I, well, I can't think of another word. Uh, promotion. And so they did a big story on it. Brinkley that night had had to retract the story. And he said, remember last night we talked about the mystery money man? Well, it turns out the $2 bill man is actually a $3 bill. He's a disc jockey starting a new job in Kansas City. Well, as, as we conclude our, our minicast here, uh, I went on the air on Monday, and I, I, I got a call from Jim Ruddle from NBC, and he too was laughing. And he said, as far as anybody knows, this is the first time anybody's ever pulled the wool over the eyes of the NBC nightly crew, and they're not happy. He said, I'm, I was assigned to come out there at, to Kansas City and find out who you are. He said, but there's no sense me coming now. The end result of this, folks, was that it backfired on us. People, listeners, do not like to be tricked. The media does not like to be tricked. I have always had a reputation for being doing things and getting myself into the newspaper and getting publicity and coverage. But from that time on, the media was gun-shy about covering anything that I did that had any promotional value because they thought well, they were punishing us, in effect, but they were also leery that we were going to pull another uh, stunt like this and make them look bad. So one of the lessons that I took away from this, first of all, it didn't, didn't help us in the ratings at all. And secondly, I found out, folks, that our radio audiences do not like to be tricked. 
this has been a Talking About Radio minicast with John Leslie. If you have an interesting story to share, record an MP3 file and send it to talkingaboutradio at yahoo.com.